What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome back to all of our listeners. I'm BJ Sipe, and you're listening to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today, and I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. Over the weekend, I flew home to Oregon to spend a week down in Salem, Oregon, with my grandmother. Grammy has taken several falls and had several strokes over the past month, and combined with her Parkinson's, it has been a great challenge to her health. She has gone from her own home, to the hospital, to assisted living, back to the hospital, then to rehab, and currently in a private care home. Last week, I spent the majority of every day by her side, visiting with her and spending time together since we very well might not have much time left on this side of heaven. In the mornings, however, they were keeping her busy with her occupational and physical therapy that she does every day. That left my mornings free to be able to get some other work done and try to meet with people that I had hoped to visit with during my short time in town. Well, Monday morning after dropping my dad off for work, I decided to do some work in a brand new coffee shop called Isaac's that opened up in downtown Salem. If you know me, you know that I love coffee. I walked in and immediately struck up a friendship with one of the baristas, who was named Kyle and was preparing both my pour-over and my cortado, which were both very excellent. We chatted about coffee, different roasters, and whatnot before I went and sat down in the only empty spot in the coffee shop, a deep tan leather couch in the middle of the cafe. I pulled out my Bible and decided to do some daily reading before I got into anything else. So there I sat, coffee in hand, Bible in lap, when a young man spoke up at the table next to me. You have the most perfect picture coffee shop vibe going on over there, he said. I laughed and said, I guess I do. First time in, so I guess I'm just soaking it all in. I introduced myself and we started to talk. He said that his name was Daniel and he asked where I was from and what I was reading and then what I was doing in town. I shared that I was from this area but now living in Kentucky and then shared everything going on with my grandmother. He listened intently and as I shared, another gentleman walked up whom Daniel introduced me to. BJ, this is John, and he pastors at a church over in West Salem. We shook hands and started to visit as well, and I repeated essentially everything that I had just told Daniel to John. I wrapped up by saying, Today we will be visiting a new private home to see if they will be able to take my grandmother, so prayers that it goes well would sure be appreciated. Daniel stood up, held out his hands, and said, Well, then let's just do that right now. So there we were two complete strangers to me, united by our mutual discipleship and love for Jesus, praying together in a coffee shop. 
Daniel's prayer was beautiful. And I couldn't help but be moved to tears as I reflected on this moment throughout the day. What an amazing thing that just took place. I had not been inside but for maybe 10 minutes before I was locked hand in hand with other disciples bringing the things that were heavy on my heart before the Lord. I was so grateful for them, and I realized that this would not have taken place had Daniel not spoken up and introduced himself after he saw me with my Bible sitting on the couch. He very well could have not noticed me that day, but he did. He listened, loved, and prayed with me. It was a powerful example of a heart that loves God and loves people, and I was grateful to be a recipient of that love. As I reflected on our conversation and prayer, my mind went to 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7-8, through 8, which reads, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and sober-minded for prayer. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. I want us to think about this question. Are we looking for opportunities to pray for others? Peter tells us to be sober-minded and on the alert for prayer. Another way of saying this, I believe, is that as disciples, we are called to have our hearts tuned in to the needs of those that are around us. Far too often, we just kind of go through automatic pilot during our days, don't we? We keep to ourselves, don't really ask questions, and don't really pay attention to what is happening right in front of us. I know that I certainly am very guilty of this. But take this young man Daniel, for example. He was looking for an opportunity to serve me. He took the time to notice me with my Bible open. He took the time to ask how I was, to listen to what I had shared, and then not to merely leave our conversation with a casual, well, I'll be praying for you on his way out. No, he actually stopped and did it right then. What is to stop us from praying like this? Throughout my life, I have told people that I will be praying for them, and most of the time, I do remember to do so. To my own fault and admission, though, there have been times that I have said that, and then I just straight up forgot. While telling someone that you are praying for them is encouraging, you want to know what's even more encouraging? Praying with them right there on the spot. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be at work, in line at Walmart, in a coffee shop, or in a parking lot. When someone shares their heart with you, stop what you're doing and just ask them, can I pray about that for you right now? I promise you, it will bring them more encouragement than you could possibly realize. But before we can pray for others, we've got to learn to be alert and in tune to the needs of those that are around us. How do we do that? I believe the answer lies in what Peter continues on to say. Maintain constant love for one another. Love is motivated not by selfish intentions, but it is concerned with the needs of others. When we love one another, we take the time to ask how someone is doing and then actually listen to what they say. When we love one another, 
we will be involved in each other's lives. And as a result, we will know each other well enough to know when someone is just a little off or when something is not right. And when we are in tune and alert to the needs of others in this way, this is where many times the opportunity to pray for someone comes along. As they open up and share with you what is on their heart, don't waste any time. You stop and bring the matter before our Father in that very moment. Throughout my life, I have often excused myself by saying, I'm just not really that observant or attentive. And the more I thought about this, the more I think that's just been a poor excuse. Maybe the reality is that I just need to do a better job with loving others around me. My friends, let's make ourselves aware of the needs of others around us. Let's love others by listening and asking genuine questions about their life. And finally, don't wait to lift them up in prayer. Do it then, and you might just find that their spirit will be lifted up in that same moment as well. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and video sessions. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above.